Why, yes, there are other sci-fi podcasts on the web, but they talk about Star Wars, Star Trek, or Doctor Who, and pretend they're really into sci-fi. They know nothing. This is Unpopular Sci-Fi, an Atomic Future podcast. Your host is an absolute sci-fi nerd. He knows and talks about anything and everything sci-fi. Sci-fi movies, shows, video games. And not only that, but he digs deep. Welcome in to Unpopular Sci-Fi, an Atomic Future podcast. And now your host, R.J. Cervantes. Hola, y bienvenidos at Oto Capitulo de Sci-Fi Unpopular. Don't worry, this episode won't be in Spanish. I just wanted to welcome you, the listener, in Spanish. I asked my neighbor to translate, but I do know some Spanish. I just don't know some of the words I need to say when I welcome you, and I didn't want to use my deep L translator. Anyway, happy Hispanic Heritage Month. The celebration that makes me scratch my head because we celebrated on the 15th and not on the 1st of September. I never understood that. We should change that. In today's episode, I will be reviewing the 2018 Spanish film Tiempo Despes, also known by its English title, Sometime Later. Just a heads up, if I switch accents, I want to apologize beforehand. To make a long story short, I'm teaching myself Spanish. I bought a Teach Yourself Spanish kit from a couple who runs the site called Notes in Spanish. Little did I know, they're from Spain. So when I speak or say a Spanish word that has a C or a Z, I say it with a TH sound. So instead of saying Mendez, I'm saying Mendez. This is a regional thing, so not everyone from Spain speaks with a lisp. At the end of the day, both pronunciation are correct. I'm going to be honest, I only watched this movie because I'm a fan of Blanca Suarez, who not only happens to be one of the most beautiful women in Spain, but in the whole world. This is a fact and is not up for debate. The flick is an adaptation of the book with the same name written by Jose Luis Creda. Jose also written and directed the movie. If y'all don't know who he is, I don't blame you. I consider myself a Hispanophile, but I'm not familiar with everything Spanish culture or other Spanish-speaking cultures such as Mexico, Cuba, Costa Rica, etc., etc. From my experience, a lot of the Spanish movies I saw since last year were from Netflix or I bought the Blu-ray. Films from Spain or other places in general rarely get a U.S. release. In fact, most of my Spanish-speaking movies in my Blu-ray collection are from the director Pedro Almodovar, who is a big name in Spain. His movies usually get a U.S. release. In the case of Sometime Later, I have to buy a Region B Blu-ray copy from an eBay seller who live in Spain. Tiempo Dispace was Jose's swan song before he sadly passed away in 2020. The movie stars an ensemble cast of Roberto Almo as Jose Maria, Blanca Suarez as Mendez, Sir Saratra as Galbarito, Arturo Valls as Justo, Nero Camacho as Margarita, Berto Romero as Augustine, Miguel Hernan as Ray, and Carlos Arthias as Irfumano. Man, I hope I pronounced that right. I could tell my American accent was kicking in. I'm like, oh gosh. 
any rate, the flick takes place in a dystopian Spain, 9177, which is pretty far out there. <laughs> Society is divided between the elites and the unemployed. The elites live in a building that has three of each establishment for a business. This means there are three barbershops and three churches. The building has two patrol officers roaming the hallways. An admiral, a mayor, and a king also happen to live in this building. The unemployed, on the other hand, happens to live in shacks. Jose Maria has a lemonade cart. He tries to sell lemonade to the elite with little to no success. One day, a barbershop owner who got fed up with the lack of customers decided to kill the other owner out of jealousy. Even though Jose Maria had nothing to do with the murder, the king decided to put the blame on him. Frustrated, Jose starts a social revolution along with the deflected Mendeth, who was the mayor chief of staff after she found out that the king wants her to be his queen. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. I think. I can't read people's mind. If you were thinking I was going to describe a flick about time travel, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I feel you. I thought it was going to be a time travel movie by the name alone. Thank goodness for me because I'm not a fan of the time travel trope in fiction. Instead, it's an absurdist comedy. For those who don't know, absurdism is a philosophical theory that suggests that life in general is absurd. Searching for a meaning, truth, etc. is meaningless. It's like nihilism, but with nihilism, the philosophy treated as a fact. While absurdism do accept this, but they choose to live it up because they may never find it. This is how I view the world. I consider myself 50% absurdist and 50% existentialist. Existentialism is another philosophical theory that suggests that man is a free agent and they must create their own meaning in life. Look, I will admit this is my interpretation of these ideas. I'm not an expert in philosophy, so I could have got these ideas wrong. When it comes to absurdism, filmmakers or writers for TV shows use it for laughs. They take something and exaggerate it. For example, the unemployed knows how to fly. They don't fly helicopters or planes. They fly by flapping their arms and making airplane noises. I'm not kidding. One of my favorite scenes is in the beginning where Jose takes his lemonade cart to the building where the elites live. There is no ramp to push his cart, so instead he walks up the stairs with his cart. <laughs> I'm sorry if I was chuckling. It's just that every time when I think about this scene or talk about it, I just can't help but laugh. If this was a video podcast or a YouTube video, I would show you the video. When I first saw this, I laughed my ass off. Another scene I like is when an old man takes his flock of sheep to the top of the building. He managed to fit his whole flock of sheep into an elevator. Upon reaching the top, the old man runs into four women who are sunbathing on the roof. He asks one of the girls do they supply milk. She replied with an uncomfortable look and say no. The old man replies back by saying the sheep are better at milking. For those who are unaware, Spanish humor is not PC. I've seen a few movies that would make people mad if it was an American movie. I'm not easily offended. Some of the Spanish comedies I've seen didn't make jokes just to be a shock jock. I just want to give anyone a heads up for sensitive individuals listening. Also, if you're wondering why the man brought his sheep to the roof, there's grass on the roof. Unlike other sci-fi IPs I talk about, there's no aliens, giant talking robots, or giant monsters in this. This is more grounded. What I really love about this movie is we get to see perspectives. We get to see the perspective of Jose Maria and his community, Mandeth and the elites, 
and the teenagers who have their own ideas that's separate from the elites. This is a soft sci-fi flick. Unlike hard science fiction, soft science fiction doesn't explore technology or any field of science. Soft focuses on social science. Think political sciences and anthropology. The movie deals with themes such as collectivism, equality, and class while commenting on capitalism and neoliberalism. The flick even mentions public figures like Karl Marx, Hegel, Vladimir Lenin, and St. Francis of Assisi. This is a nitpick, but remember when I said Blanca is the most beautiful woman in Spain? Well, when her character joins Jose in his fight, she starts wearing overalls and boots, but her hair and makeup is all nice. Did she take her makeup kit and hair products with her? Why? Her character sticks out like a sore thumb. For those who've seen Godzilla 2014, remember when Godzilla came to San Francisco and Elizabeth Olsen is in the rain? She looks hot when she shouldn't be. If you're not convinced, let me give you another example. True crime. True crime shows always get hot looking people to reenact events, but the actual people are not. They're just average looking. It's just distracting to me. Yeah, I'm not really good at finding cons in movies that I like. I'm sorry, y'all should know that by now. Other than that, I really like this movie. It surprised me. It's the best movie I talk about on this show so far. Fun fact, the building that Mendeth and the elites live in is a mashup of two buildings that exist in Spain. The Torres Blancas and the Spanish Cultural Heritage Institute, aka the Crown of Thorns. They even filmed some of the indoor scenes in the Torres Blancas. The reason why I brought this up because since this is an absurdist comedy and I haven't been to Spain yet, I thought it was a fictional building that was made to look like a... Well, let's just say I thought the building looked like Dr. Evil's spaceship in one of the Austin Powers movies. If you know what I mean. Tiempo Dispes is a really good movie. It's now one of my favorite Spanish comedies. It just sucks that it never got a US release. I don't like to use the term movie for adults, but this is for adults. If you're not familiar with the ideas I mentioned in the episode or the themes, I say learn up on the topic so you can get a better understanding of the movie. Or if you're not into this type of sci-fi and you prefer aliens, robots, or monsters, I say skip it. It's not for everyone. Even though I will admit I do prefer aliens, robots, and monsters, giants or not, I'm open to all sci-fi. Tiempo Despes is now one of my favorite sci-fi films, along with Terminator 2, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and Planet of the Apes. The original one, not the Tim Burton one. I give Tiempo Despes a 4 out of 5. Have y'all seen Tiempo Despes? Let me know on social media, because I would really like to know, is there anybody who's seen that movie other than me? And I see you guys maybe the week after next. I really don't know, so, but in the meantime... Ciao. You've been listening to Unpopular Sci-Fi, an atomic future podcast. RJ's passion is anything sci-fi and anything except mainstream sci-fi. We nerd out and dig into the petty stuff, the fun stuff. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on YouTube at Atomic Future and on Twitter at Atomic underscore Future. See you next time on Unpopular Sci-Fi.